Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. That was. I, it sounded like I said Jean. <laughs> hey, it's like, Jean. <laughs> hey, it's Sean. <laughs> hey, it's Bree. And this is I can explain the podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is one that was like um, a voting option. <laughs> But uh, didn't win. But it also was like, I think it was like 53-47 split. Okay, so there was people It was a close call. Listen. So um, this is out, uh, to all the people that really wanted us to talk about pet peeves. Let's be real. Even if only 6% had voted, we're still You're still getting it, bitch. So yeah, this week's topic is pet peeves. Pet peeves. Yes. Before we get going on that... Wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever Android people listen, we would really appreciate if you followed or subscribed. And if you're listening on iTunes, or if you're not, and you feel like being a real saint and going over there and doing this for us, please. Oh my God, sorry, someone almost fell through the fucking it's, ceiling. Oh my God, this bitch upstairs like is doing like the most laundry I've ever ever heard and now she's like just like, drilling through I just picture them doing like a backflip like landing in the landing you know what moments I think right I us. almost guarantee it was I think they did laundry and now they moved their hamper, hamper full mm. of clothes and just dropped it in and the like closet. dead bodies yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just corpses <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways um, if you want to go over to iTunes and give us a review only if it's five stars please go absolutely so far we've only got five stars which is really exciting and like 26 of you have reviewed us it really means the world to us yeah. it really helps iTunes promote our podcast so that would be exceptional if you left a review plus we read all them and it like really makes our day you can also follow us on an Instagram at I can explain podcast or personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson and on Twitter at I can explain pod <sighs> Jesus. There you go. Pet peeves. Um, when Brie talks a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every time I have to sit in this closet with Brie. <laughs> Fuck. No, uh, we were saying that we are going to talk about pet peeves because we can kind of break them into two categories. Mm-hmm. One being just general pet peeves, yeah. like when people don't use a signal, when yeah. they're driving. Like, are you turning? <laughs> I don't know. Am I going to rear-end you? Probably. <laughs> um, and then also pet peeves, like, towards the queer community. Yeah. Because um, we suck. And mm-hmm. people need to talk about it. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like pet peeves towards the queer community, both within it and, like, about it. Like, a lot of my pet peeves have to do with... Um, Okay, I'll start it off. Here we go. Okay. So, one of my peeves <laughs> that has to do with me being gay or part of the LGBTQ Is it that you're gay? Is that I'm fucking gay. <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is being gay, dude. <laughs> uh, no, is when friends of mine try and set me up on play dates with people because they're also gay. But, like... In a weird, like, non-authentic way. Like, this has happened to me numerous times. And it happened more when I was single. Right. It's like, people sometimes think of gay people as, like, playing cards. Uh Where it's like, oh, I have a gay friend, and you're gay? Date them. Go fish. (laughs) You know? And then now it's kind of transitioned into, like, I have a gay friend that's looking for a best friend, want to be their best friend. And, like, there's a way to do it. It's one thing to be, like... Oh, I have a friend, she's new to the scene, or she's new to the city, or, like, you know, she's looking for friends to go out with, or I think you guys would really get along, but I feel like a lot of times we're kind of lumped together. Totally. And people forget that 
just because two people are a part of the LGBTQ plus community doesn't mean they're necessarily going to get along. And I think sometimes heterosexual people don't get that. Feel like <laughs> the gay is enough. Yeah. Like if you're gay, you'll want to date each other. And I feel like this was true as I was younger too, because that kind of is true for me though. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I was younger, I probably thought it of myself yeah. because I was like, I'm out. Oh, someone else is out. Guess I should date them Guess because we're dating. there's only six gay people in the world. Totally. Like, that's the way I thought. Um, but then because heterosexual people aren't like involved in the community and out and like seeing how many people are out there. My favorite quote about the LGBTQ community. Breeze quote time. Breeze quotes. <laughs> <laughs> is we are everywhere. Okay. And you, see, you know, I just love that. I thought you were going to be like, it's not about what you say, it's about how you make someone feel. Is that what it is? Every fucking time. <laughs> you know what? I've got this quote that just keeps coming to mind. It's something about that you guys it. have never heard before. <laughs> Can we start a segment that's breeze quotes that I just say that same quote? It's just breeze fucking... quote. That's all it is. Breeze quote. No, we are everywhere. So I think that... Um, Wait, that's haunting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is. It's, it's been used a lot in, like, radical movements for protesting the fact that the society tries to push down that that there are only so few people in LGBTQ plus community. So, for example, like one of the big arguments for the healthcare system um, being you know, sometimes not educated on LGBTQ plus stuff or sex ed in schools is, well, we only have so much funding. We're working towards the dominant population, right? right? Like we only have so much time in sex ed in schools. So we're that's, we're not purposely leaving out the gays. It's just that we don't have enough time, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like, no, there's, there are a lot of us. Like we, we are, are everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> No, but it's true. So, like, I think that sometimes heterosexual people get stuck in that, in that feeling that. I also do love like the culty, but uh, the yeah. culty relation to like we are too. everywhere. I, I think like I will too. adopt that. Mm-hmm. That's good, but yeah. So that's one of my pet peeves when I feel like I'm being used as like a playing card. Yeah, I think it's similar to you know with any minority. Like people have like. You know, it's like when someone says, oh, I have a black friend. Oh, I have an Asian friend. Oh, I have a gay friend. I hate when I'm being, like, used as the, like, token gay friend. And then um, that goes hand in hand. Like, sometimes there's this... This happens all the time in my, like, day-to-day life. And when people find out I'm gay, their initial reaction is to try and, like... I think they're doing it... I don't know. Straight people tell me while you're doing this, but they, I think they're doing it because they want me to know they're not homophobic or something or that they're okay with it. And it's their okay. way of saying it. But tell me if this sounds to you. Uh, someone will find out I'm gay or I'll tell them I'm gay or it comes up in conversation. And they're like, oh, are you dating someone? I'm like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend, so-and-so. And they're like, oh, I have a friend who's a lesbian. Right. Oh, my cousin's gay. And you're like, oh, okay. Didn't oh, ask. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my aunt's gay. And it's almost like by them telling me that someone in their life is gay and they're still, like, their friend or, like, whatever. It's, like, that's their, like, coded way of saying, like, oh, I'm okay with that. I'm not homophobic. But it's, like, I wasn't asking. So it's, like, a weird response. Because, like, I think if someone... I don't know. It's it, it makes it feel like less about who you are. It's like if someone told you they were into hiking, you're like, oh, my best friend loves hiking. It's like, it's not the same thing. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of like, sometimes I think that's fucking weird. And it's on a pet peeve where I'm like, 
oh, this makes me angry. Like, this is pet peeves. It's just kind of like an eye roll. Like, Yeah, oh, totally. God, you know? Well, yeah, it's not like we have a, a giant uh, aggression towards these <laughs> things. It's just that they're like, No, it's just really? like a little little one of those moments in life where you're just like, uh uh-huh, like, Yeah, God. definitely. Typical. Um, I would say one of my pet peeves towards the uh, queer community mostly the gay male community okay. as it is my home um sometimes reluctantly <laughs> um, is what we talked about a few episodes ago that like um there's this kind of clicky like rude nature to like a lot of gays i would say more so younger gays right. but just also kind of like in general mm-hmm. um just like it, it bothers me and it is a pet peeve of mine that like you're going out to a gay bar like you all these people should be your fucking homies you know right. like you should be like that should be such uh or like a, a good enough connection for mm-hmm. you guys to be friends to like yeah. talk to each other to like make more friends mm-hmm. but it's like literally every time I go to a gay bar there's like literally just like pods of gays yeah. and like they're not interacting except with him said that pod group. and that has always bothered me and like I just find it kind of tacky yeah and I'm not like into it. no like what what is so wrong with being friendly you know I hear that yeah you should learn something about that uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> well um see you around again <laughs> okay I have another one and this is like a total pet peeve where it's like I know people are going to hate that I say this, but it actually, like, is a pet peeve of mine. Okay. Cheesy gay slogan shirts. Oh, my God. I agree. Like, I I have this pet peeve about it, and I... Okay, like, I have to say this. I get where it comes from. No one wants to be a race. This (laughs) This is, like, me, like, I don't know, the internet troll that's, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no one wants to be a race. They're trying to do it because they're proud, and, like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's lovely that they're proud. Yes, I get it. But all those, like, things aside, pet peeve, I think it's super lame when people wear shirts that say things like dip me in chocolate and eat me I'm a lesbian like I have seen shit like that like I have seen the weirdest shit dip me in chocolate and eat my pussy it's just like it's like fuck it's a Thursday we're at karaoke night I want to eat your chocolate dip puss it's just so aggressive like it's just so it's so like we get it you're gay like you know I'm and it's funny because Polaris is like everything I believe in because it's like I'm out and proud I'm doing this whole thing but sometimes it's like it's a fucking enough like settle down yeah I went one time to this like bingo night this gay bingo night and there was these girls there well that was your first mistake (laughs) there were obviously a couple I found out from their t-shirts that they both had little dancing avocados on our t-shirt on their t-shirts that were like like you're the other half to my avocado and there was rainbows like over the avocados they're like gay avocados right and like it was clearly a set like they had bought the t-shirts as a set I hate that and I just I hate it to my core yeah like it really I'm you're like is it homophobic if I punch (laughs) you (laughs) asking for I will never get that like super cheap cheesy gay shirt thing yeah like or there's this uh, like i get contacted all the time by 
these companies, right? That like pump out these like gay shirts. And there's some that are like really cool. Like there's some that there's a way to do it, right? There's a way to make pride shirts. Absolutely. Like, someone argue that like the thing is like I love <coughs> bless you. Thanks. <laughs> I love a funny a punny, mm-hmm. a cute shirt. Yeah. And, like, make it gay, sure. Yeah. But also, the thing that I don't like is when those um, those gay shirts are, like, the Walmart version. You know when, like... Yeah. You, like, there's those really lame Walmart shirts? Yeah, the lame punch. Yeah, the lame... that's... And I'm like... I hate and the it's Walmart like shirt. Why do I? Yeah, yeah. Why would I like the gay Walmart shirt? Yeah. You know. Like there was this one that just recently contacted me, and they wanted to know if I wanted the, a shirt, and there it's always like free promotion. Oh, we'll yeah. send you this shirt, and I look at the shirt, and I'm like, I don't want that shirt. Like there's what nothing in it? this for me, and it was this. It was a milk carton <laughs> on the shirt that said homo like in big rainbow letters okay. like and the like joke was like milk? homo milk oh. but it was like this weird cartoon milk carton and like the cheesy like you said like, the walmart cartoony yeah, cheesy with the rainbows I thought it was going to be like a, a milk carton with like missing and like self respect um <laughs> friends and i was like that's perfect for you Brie. that's perfect <laughs> that like fits right they into really, my like, vibe they really like really just like got that straight to you <laughs> but yeah there's a fine line like i like shirts with like rainbows on them and like yeah. pride shirts and like i totally get like wanting to wear things that have a message on them and um like all of that this shirt you've been wearing for, for the past uh, yeah <laughs> six weeks six weeks oh my god when i walked in here i have a pet today, peeve every time i see you post an instagram with this fucking shirt i walked in today and sean's roommate said to me oh you're wearing that shirt again and i was like i my little response was well that's embarrassing yeah. well the, the last time you came to my apartment you were wearing the uh exact same outfit as you're wearing now <laughs> but it was the day after you had worn it at night <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so true. I didn't even think yeah, of that. Yeah. It's because I just got up in the morning. So, and my pet peeve is when Brie doesn't get changed. Okay, well, my pet peeve is when you see people once every two weeks and you happen to wear the same outfit and you haven't worn it since those two weeks. I mean, this is my like, closet outfit, but it's only because it's so fucking hot. This, I'm going to wear this every time we record from now on just to spite you. Okay, work. We love a stinky legend. <laughs> okay, last time I actually was a stinky legend because I had gone out the night before in the outfit. Yeah, and no. And I, like, had slept for four we, hours and then I We've been back. new. Oh, my God. Um, okay, another gay pet peeve that I have is that I love a gay bar. You know? Yeah. I'm only human. Mm-hmm. But there is like um, a weird, a weird subculture of gay bars. I would say that happens mostly at Pride time, okay. which is like kind of the more like underground, or even just like gay bars at Pride. Okay, they're suddenly like, what if we took the music you loved, took all of the lyrics out of them, oh, God, and just made no sense with it what if the same song played for six and a half hours and I'm like I love a gay bar but I get so tired when I'm just trying to dance to like and then they throw in like and it's like not even a lyric it's just like some bitch screaming oh my god that's the best thing I've ever heard and I'm like this is not and you see people dancing and I'm like I know the only way that you're dancing right now is because you're so fucked up. Yeah. Like, you're so fucked up. Because you have so many drugs. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing with me. 
I could not agree more because everyone I know that's into that kind of music, it's because they're like on on Molly. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. Like, good for you. Like, I'm not judging people that want to take recreational drugs. I personally don't. So I've never done them. Right. So, like, I cannot get on that level. Uh, on our I feel like birthday, I've been on that level and I'm still, like, fucking strung out. And I'm like, this music sucks, hey? Yeah. Like, it sucks. Yeah. I don't know how to dance to that. And I think it's like, does anybody? I don't think so. No. But I just also think that, like, part of the fun for me is going to a club. Or bar and singing along to lyrics, totally. like fun songs, yeah, that I can sing along to, not just like jump or like grind on someone like obnoxiously. Like I want to be able to like dance and like do like a cheesy music video moment. Like I want to totally. feel like I'm in a music video and like can sing along. And I also love when a DJ plays like a song out of like left field, and you're like, oh my god, this like Taylor Swift yeah. song from like Came 2007, this is, and that reminds me of that time. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, you, you get none of that. Yeah. It's just like. Mm-hmm. That's like we went to the after. <laughs> that's so perfect. It literally fits like every song. Right? Um, we went to after our mutual friend's birthday. Um, we went to a first bar on Davy Street. I literally, I've never left a bar. Like I can pretty much have like fun anywhere I go. Like I'm never one of those people that walks in. And I'm like, this is lame. Like I can have fun wherever yeah. I go. Oh my and god, I yeah, I know in, exactly what you're talking about. And I was about. like. Absolutely fucking not. Because yeah. it was literally like, over and over. And I kept waiting for something else to happen. Yeah. And 20 minutes later, nothing. Garbage. And, oh, tying into that, um, if people are from Vancouver, they'll know exactly what I'm talking okay. about. I have a pet peeve. I'm going <laughs> to say it. I won't be shamed any longer. <laughs> I have a pet peeve that um, gay bars, specifically gay bars, mm-hmm. I can't talk about queer women because I am not one, Right. Um, do this thing where they hire bartenders mm-hmm. that think that they are the hottest shit yeah. around. And they hire bartenders that are shirtless. Mm-hmm. And they hire bartenders that aren't good at their jobs. Yeah. Because they're hot. Yeah. And, like, I worked in customer service, like, for literally my first, like, five jobs. Right. Like, I did, like, I was a cashier at a grocery store. I was a barista times, like, ten. Like, I've yeah. done it all. And it makes me so mad when I go to a bar Mm -hmm. and there's like some guy who like thinks he's the hottest thing ever who like first of all like ignores people yeah I'm like it's literally your job to put liquid in my mouth Like, it's literally your job. It also adds that clickiness to the environment that they're going over to the people that they also think are hot. Yeah. Whatever. And then I get in this weird headspace where, like, I feel like I need to impress them. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it makes me feel like shit about myself. And, like, I, like, want their attention, but I also just want liquids in my mouth. Yeah. And it's just, like, it makes me really angry because... And you're the customer. You're the one paying for it. Yeah, and it's, like, they come over to you, they're, like, rude to you, you feel like they're doing you like a service uh-huh. by getting you a drink but it's like that's like literally like you're indebted to them yeah you like owe doing them you a favor. Yeah. yeah they're like I guess I'll get you something and I'm like well it's actually your fucking job yeah so maybe do no, it no I found that at gay bars too I can think of one specific off the top of my head that's like no one that would be a friend of mine like I've literally only seen this person at this bar yeah and every time I go up to him he looks at me like I, he wants to like kill me first of all like I'm the most inconvenient moment of his day yeah 
Yeah. And it's every time, and I've talked to other friends about it, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't even stand in that guy's line anymore because he just makes you feel so shitty about ordering a drink. And like you said, it's literally his job. Yeah. Whereas in queer women's spaces, that's not the case. Like, they're actually good bartenders. Well, I feel like it is... Anyways, I'll get get into that in a second. But I also feel like not to, like, shame a bartender as a career Mm -hmm. in any sense, but it's like... At the end of the day, like, you still work in customer service. Like Your that, job that is, is to give customer service. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, it bothers me when people act like they're better than anybody, yeah. let alone in, like, a circumstance like that. Like, at a fucking bar. Like, like I just want to drink. I don't need to feel like shit about myself. Yeah. I do that every day, all day, you know? <laughs> I'm here to actually have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm drinking to forget that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but I also feel like that's kind of the case sometimes, like... At lesbian events. Right. Okay. But maybe it's just because, like, the the lesbian bartenders are, like, cool. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. But they are nice. I feel like they're cool, but I feel like they're good at their job. Yeah. Like, put it this way. I've been in situations where, like, the bartenders are literally trying to look better than they actually want to serve drinks at gay bars. Yeah. Or they're just, like, chatting with people. This happens to me. This happened to me a few times. That they're just, like, flirting over the counter with people. And there's, like, a long line. And they care more about, like, their social interaction than the job and um but whereas like at queer women's bars as much as like some of them like i don't know maybe they come off like too cool or whatever i do feel like i've never had a problem like or like i feel like they're being efficient totally. they're like getting drinks and i there. also feel like um at at specifically gay bars yeah. um bartenders that are uh of this sort that we are right. speaking of um are less um, uh, friendly to, mm-hmm. like, queer women. Like, yeah. I feel like there's kind of, like, that, like... This weird thing. Yeah. Mm. Whereas when I go to, like, a queer women event, like, all yeah. of the bartenders are, like, the sweetest angels to me. Yeah. And I'm like... That's definitely a thing. Like, uh, that's one of my pet peeves about, like, sp- spaces in general is it's kind of, like, there's this weird dynamic that, like, queer women are expected to, and I think... I think it's a great thing. I agree with it. But, like, just... But when I say expected to, I mean, like, it's just understood that everyone's welcome in those spaces. And we want it to be that way. We want everyone to be welcome. The whole LGBTQ plus community is welcome. Um, Whereas gay bars it's very much like this is a gay bar and I felt it a lot of times where I walk in and they're like what are you doing here and like or this is like the guy's washroom or like whatever and it's like no it's gender neutral like whatever whereas I've never heard of someone thinking it would be weird for anyone on the spectrum to come to any of the quote unquote queer women events because they're not that necessarily it's just that we don't have other spaces that are like brick and mortar spots yeah well we've talked about that as well that like you don't have the brick and mortar places so it's kind of been like the catch all like safe zone exactly but I also feel like the catch all safe zone lends itself well to like anybody going there like, I feel, yeah. like, so at home there. Like, I've never felt judged at a queer women or queer space yeah. rather than, like, a gay bar. Yeah. Whereas gay bar, I feel, is so, like, to one demographic. Yeah. And then there's this weird, like, mentality that it's, like, this is our zone. And, like, if you're not a gay male, yeah. then, like, you are, you're not welcome here. Or, like, what are you doing here kind of thing. Totally. So, yeah. And I think that's also, like, part of the thing what we were talking about last episode, if you listened about... Um, Wait, was that last episode? We were talking about, oh yeah, femininity and like yeah. stuff, dressing up. And um, um, 
I would I wouldn't have any problem dressing up feminine to go to a like more feminine than I would usually feel comfortable going to a queer event like one of the monthly events but as soon as I'm going to like a gay guy bar I feel like I almost have to like convince everyone there that I'm yeah. like gay or else they're like oh this straight girl this here. straight bitch yeah. you know yeah. and it's like this like that I would say I think all of my gay pet peeves or a lot of them can be wrapped into one ball <laughs> which is <clears throat> A burp. Perfect. <laughs> um, ew, do not smell that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trapped in a fucking four by four closet. I'm smelling it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, my pet peeve overall is just like, I just don't understand why gays can't be like friendlier. Mm-hmm. And there is a weird like, and why like thing. when I'm at a gay bar and mm-hmm. I'm trying to like be friendly with somebody, they first of all think that I'm hitting on them. Right. It's like, well, we're in line for the bathroom. Like, yeah, okay. I, I yeah. am trapped here. <laughs> um, like, sorry. Uh... Um, but I just don't understand it. It's like, we all have, enough of a shared experience and like uh, enough of a feeling of being like ousted from a certain community that that alone should bring us together but it's uh, it's not apparently Mm -hmm. allegedly I have one more pet peeve to do with LGBT Uh lay it on me actually no I don't have one more I have a thousand more but that'll be for another day okay Um, when people ask for your resume when they find out you're gay and what I mean by that is like they ask like how you like they ask you to like validate your gayness like oh so you've slept with a woman and it's like you realize that has nothing to do like yes I have but you realize that has nothing to do with the fact right like what my sexuality is like I feel like I feel like that is more yeah queer women whereas like oh I agree like a gay guy as soon as he says he's gay people are like gay like he's so gay oh my god people are saying he's gay before he's even gay whereas like women there's this weird thing that's like oh prove you're not into dudes like prove that you're actually who like who you say you are whether it's like where's that fucking chocolate dipped pussy <laughs> Maybe that's why so many queer women wear shirts. I don't True. know. They feel like they have to prove yeah. it. But I hate that shit. Like where it like immediately goes into, oh, so you've dated women before? Oh, like and I've had that in the community too. Like there's one girl in particular that I know from like way back and when she knew me, I wasn't out. And then I like ran into her at an event and she was like she was like, Oh, I didn't know you're gay. And I was like, Yeah, she's like, So you've like dated women? It was like she was asking for me to prove to her yeah. that I was... And I'm like, that's so fucked up that someone even within the community... And then what I hated even more about it is that I found myself actually like answering pandering her. to it, yeah. And like pandering to it and yeah, being yeah. like, well, yeah, I'm actually in a relationship for four years. Well, yeah, years. I love puss. And before that, I've dated <laughs> girls. And before that, I dated this many girls. It was like... Because even when I felt like... Sometimes I feel like when I say, oh, well, yeah, I'm dating Julia, people think she's the one who like flipped me to the other side because there is a stigma about that too in that she's more masculine presenting right so it's like oh brie was this heterosexual female until she started jane julie it's like i'm like if you knew anything about brie you would know that she (laughs) begged julia (laughs) but so that's the thing is that i i hate when i feel like i'm put in a position where i like have to validate it and then then a pet peeve about myself is that I, like, fall into it. Okay. Because, like, my own insecurities, but... I have one more... Okay. ...towards uh, the LGBT community. Okay. And that is that if um, 
somebody who wasn't part of the community mm-hmm. had to assume or uh, was vocal about a part of the community being very dramatic, mm-hmm. they would say, gay men. They would be like, they're so dramatic. Oh, okay, yeah. However, yeah. <laughs> my pet peeve is every time I go to a queer women event, <laughs> there is more drama oh, so than I can literally keep track of. I was going to say, I don't I don't know who's saying that to you, because I think women, like queer but, women, are so but the, fucking dramatic. The thing is, though, I think like with media representation, yeah, that's like gays are always like fucking each other's best friends. Yeah. Like there's like, they're... they're portrayed in the media as being way more dramatic because oh, totally. they are fucking each other's best friends but we're all like yeah it's fine like you know like, <laughs> and then like in the media like I feel like queer women are like so chill that like, they're chill and they found their like one soulmate and they just stick to that yeah, one soulmate yeah and they're like always camping okay this is funny <laughs> this is funny this uh, it's not gonna be funny oh, it is Stop. it is I promise you it's funny um this event Hershey used to always be hosted at the Red Room yeah and downtown and beside the Red Room there's this alley and the ongoing joke that everyone called it was the Alley of Tears absolutely because no joke on any given night you could walk out there like people would walk out there for breath fresh air a cigarette and there'd be at least 20 girls out there different people that didn't know each other just crying about something yeah and it was just like the amount of drama of people dating each other and cheating on each other and screwing each other over and like talking behind their back and everything like that it's like it is nuts it's wild and i it's honest, like a, it's like a reality tv like show actually time. every time i go to a queer women event like with you or like with any of my friends yeah. literally i'll just be like trying to get drunk <laughs> like any fucking normal ass bitch yeah. at a bar and people will like come out to me like oh can you believe this like she's doing this and i'm like oh yeah and then i turn around somebody else flies up to me and they're like well she fucked her friend and then yeah. she's fucking her dentist <laughs> and then like they don't want to hang out anymore and like they just got cats and they moved in too quickly and then and she's fighting and she's too yeah. drunk and I'm literally just like okay <laughs> the big thing in the queer women's space is is the proposals that end up getting retracted oh see we don't get that there's a lot of engagements that end up not going to weddings yeah we don't get that I feel like queer women like throw out an engagement like they do like of a hey you want to go get like they sushi. do a uh, chocolate dipped puss yeah like, <laughs> exactly like seriously I can count off the top of my head, four in the last two years engagements that I know it was the whole engagement thing and right. then they did not go, they broke See, up. for the gay community, it's like an engagement is so rare. Yeah. Like so rare. Yeah, whereas oh, I hear about an engagement every fucking Yeah, week. exactly. Like lesbians are ready I don't even know, I shouldn't even say they're ready to get married they're ready to get engaged. Yeah. <laughs> they're ready to put a ring on it. I don't know if it's like this like They don't know what they're putting a ring on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my favorite is there's a couple of them that have gotten engaged engagement has ended and they're already on to their second engagement with another person in like a year and a half same time. ring different ring same I know different ring different okay. ring but I mean it it engagements are flying out there okay like it's now I don't even bat an eye I will bat an eye so when is that you a get pet married. peeve of yours yes <laughs> I feel like that would if I was a queer woman which I am not um shocking I know for all of you <laughs> listening um I feel like that would be a pet peeve of mine just because like I feel like that um like, like it? Det- yeah detracts from like an actually happy committed yeah. couple well I hate it because it's like 
a lot of times in the queer women's space, I feel like it's used as like a badge of honor. Like we got engaged. Like, right. and then it's like all these Instagram posts, and then it's like half the time it's like, well, you guys fucking hate each other. You're cheating on each other, or whatever the hell. And then sure enough, two months later they're broken up, and then two months later they got back together and they're engaged. Oh, and then they have an engagement party, and then one moves across the world to be with this other girl she met on fucking Tinder, and then oh, then now she's engaged to that girl, and the other girl starts dating her best friend, and now they're engaged. Like it's just like it's just thrown out yeah. so easily. That it, at a certain point you like, are you even evaluating if you actually want to totally. spend your life together, or do you just love this person? And then you're like, oh, I'm in love with someone. The next step is, I don't know. It's just this weird thing. There's so many engagements and like quick marriages or like not marriages that are just like ceremonies. I feel but, like, like not I'm legal engaged. that get retracted. It's just like a whole thing. If I'm I just engaged, thought of two I'll... more while I'm talking about this. Two more people. Two different. Couples. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I can think of like one gay couple I know that are engaged. One. The thing is, is that when I think about it, I first of all don't know any gay couples that are engaged. I second of all don't, especially don't know any gay couples that are engaged that then got unengaged. And I don't know a single heterosexual couple that I personally know yeah. that has got unengaged once they're engaged. Right. I've heard of it happening, but I, I I don't know anyone personally. I know now, because I've thought, thought of two more, six personally. That's a lot. That have gotten engaged, and then they are no longer engaged. Bitch, if I'm engaged, even if I hate the kid, we're yeah. getting married. Oh, just just like cut. Just, just, just like, like come on, you, you put the ring on it, bitch. You're stuck with it. It's just too. I'll get much. divorced because I like the drama of it, but I'm not gonna get unengaged. That's why I don't even get excited anymore when people get engaged. I'm like, oh, you got engaged? Okay, whatever. Sad, sad. I'm like, let me know when you get married, <laughs> or when you break up. <laughs> no, actually, like, okay, that's nice. When's the breakup? <laughs> It's not, put it this way I know that many people that have gone engaged and I still haven't gone to a damn wedding so right. that says something the shade yeah the shade <laughs> okay so uh, separating mm-hmm. from specifically the queer community okay. yeah. what are some just regular Brianne Williamson pet peeves okay I hate when people I love how you just jump I thought you were going to be like um I wonder no. <laughs> oh, like... I got I got some I got some I hate when people are flaky okay like when they it's one thing like when you're close friends with someone and you're doing something like the podcast for for example like we do this all the time oh I was where, like bitch you want to talk about flake <laughs> that's what I'm saying where things come up where you're like oh shit I forgot I had this or yeah. like I should I had that like whatever and me too I literally was like this casual this thing closet. that we're like <laughs> no like we're casually like we realize we're just trying to make it work in our busy lives yeah but I hate when people like it's less about like the hangout thing it's more when people like commit to doing something or getting something done or when they commit to like not having your back but like a certain amount of support or whatever it is and it's like empty promises yeah like i hate when people like if i say i'm going to like do something for someone or like have their back or whatever it may be i'm going to yeah right and especially when it comes to something like there's people that straight up okay recently i had an event 
that oh funny enough you didn't come to no I'm just kidding you were sick I had an event this is the only example I can think of that's recent <clears throat> but it's okay. just ironic that you didn't end up being there so you're on the camera a little, a little flaky um, no I'm kidding but the, I invited like a few close friends that I was almost certain would show up yep and they just didn't is that a, for are no you gonna reason. call me out like is it just me no it's not okay. you because I have the flu no that's what I'm saying <laughs> it, they didn't come for no reason right and like to, oh I hate that and that's what I mean like there's I, oh, it's Breeze quote time. I have a quote. Da, 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 da. Breeze quote. <laughs> it's not what you say, it's how you make someone feel. <laughs> Breeze quote. <laughs> no. Um, they made you feel bad. <laughs> I don't even remember the fucking quote I was going to say now because I was just so much. No. The quote is. You find out who your friends are. When what? <laughs> well, it's up for interpretation. But oh. like when days like you know, when when push comes to shove, you find out who your friends are. Right. That's the full quote, I believe. Uh, okay. The quick ones you oh, you know, and like in response to it, yeah. like when they didn't show up, I would have said in my mind, You find out who your friends find are. Who your friends are. You know? You're like seven beers deep. Yeah. You're like outside talking to like some random stranger. <laughs> like a raccoon. Yeah. Find out who your friends are, yeah. <laughs> no. I um I genuinely that stuff irritates the shit out of me. Okay. Because I'm like it's just as much of being a friend as just being like, hey, I'm not going to come or I don't yeah. want to fucking come. Like, don't get when someone's hopes up. Totally. I will drive across the fucking country if I said I was going to, to be there to support somebody. Yeah. And I hate when people just, to me, it like says more about them in general that like you were able to remove yourself of how that would have meant something to someone else. Yeah. And it's like the self-centeredness about it. Like, you find out who your friends are when it's not convenient for them Absolutely. and they still show up yeah. or they still like help you out or whatever it is because it's easy to be friends with someone when it's benefiting you or when it like is fun or whatever yeah. but that is like a pet peeve of mine and I think as I've gotten older in age like I will slice fucking bitches out of my life like nobody's best as you should like I don't have time for that I have a pet peeve that relates to something that other people have as a pet peeve of me Okay. So, uh, a lot of people that I know, I assume, if they were asked if they had a pet peeve about me, Mm -hmm. they would say, it's that I'm always late. And I am always late. I will own it. Okay. I'm a late bitch. Love that. I have the attention span of a newt, (laughs) and literally, I will be going to go somewhere, and then suddenly I'll be like, I need to clean. Like, I just think there's just so much shit going on in my mind that I'm always late. I will Mm -hmm. cop to it. Yeah. But my biggest pet peeve is when people call me out for being late, (laughs) and they either aren't driving, or like, never drive, or like, aren't doing anything, you know? Like, they're not adding to the... They're not... Like, I am picking them up mm-hmm. and like driving us like somewhere far even and they're yes. like well you were like 10 minutes late I'm like bitch like, you, you didn't pay for gas <laughs> you're not driving you don't have a license you didn't bring snacks mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. don't call me out for like having a minor inconvenience of me being late it's gonna happen anyways like plan that into your schedule I you're the that. dumb one not me <laughs> I that. I um, but if you're just like so useless to me that you're not like driving you're not you're not <laughs> getting you're not getting yourself there, you know? I'm like, well, if I was so fucking late, why don't you... Oh, you don't have a car? Oh, oh interesting. You didn't jump oh, on the bus? Yeah. You didn't well, walk? Well, 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 <laughs> would have been really late if you fucking bust. <laughs> so that's probably just bad on me. Cool. I, I'm never asking you for a fucking ride anywhere. Well, 
I'll give you one, but I'll be late. <laughs> <laughs> just ask you to show up half an hour before. Yeah, or just add that. like 15 minutes to my arrival time. Mm-hmm. I don't then, mind that you're late. I like know that you're going to be like a few minutes late. And the usually, thing is... And I just like anticipate it. I, I will always be there. Yeah, you'll never not be yeah. there. It's just like you just got like things... But you know what? I think why it works for me is because Julia is this exact same way. Okay, that's like, good. Like Julia... It, like even the cleaning thing that you mentioned, I joke that it takes her five minutes to get ready and an hour to get out the door. Oh, absolutely. Because she doesn't wear makeup, she doesn't do her hair, nothing. She's like ready in five minutes. And that's her argument for it. She's like, well, we don't have to leave till 8. It's 7.45. I'll get ready in five minutes. I'm like, yeah, but then you'll be ready at 7.55 and then it'll take you fucking 40 minutes to exit the door. Yeah. Because when she's leaving, she, like, sees things. It's like, hold on, I'm just gonna vacuum quick. Oh, hold on, I'm just gonna do that. Oh, actually, I should have done this. Oh, I should... Blah, blah, And it's like, by the time she actually walks out that door, it's no joke, at least an hour later. So, we've had to start in a relationship, just for, like, the ease of other people that we're meeting, being like, okay, we need to be ready to leave right. half an hour before we actually have to leave because I know Julia will take so long Find to actually something. fucking leave. Like, it drives me nuts. I'll be standing by the door, like, holding the door handle for 20 minutes while she, like, scurries around and does God knows Totally. What. Well, my parents always, like, since I was a child, said that I had a one-track mind and, like, <laughs> that that could not be truer. Right. Because if I'm going to do something and then I see something else, right. I, I have to do it. Like, yeah. or else, like, it'll be on my mind the entire time. I'm just, not doing it. You just it. have to yeah. get that, check that off. Yeah, and list. then it's like half an hour later and my friend's like, you're late. And I'm like, bitch, get a car. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. I totally hear that. Yeah. Pet peeves. Mm. Oh, you know, it's like probably like um, one of my just overarching ones. And this kind of relates to like the gay community yeah. because I was like being rude and um, uh, having rude bartenders. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, when people are rude to like wait staff oh, yeah. or like I think that, that is the tackiest like grossest thing ever when somebody's like rude to like a waiter have you ever been at a table where someone snaps at a waiter because I have and have I'm you ever been on a date horrified. I went on a first date that the person no. was rude to a waiter and I was like see um, goodbye see ya yeah good <gasps> I just thought of a pet peeve I have uh huh okay. well good thing we're doing a podcast about the them. same person that that was rude to a waiter yeah. did this um I have a pet peeve when it comes to social media. Okay. And it is when people write in their Instagram bio, influencer. Oh. Because I'm like, if you're an influencer, you don't say it. Yeah. Like, it's, you don't write, like, influencer heart. Like, are you? Like, are you influencing the people? Like, (laughs) I don't get it. Like, I get writing, like, content creator, blah, blah. I feel like it's one of those terms that gets given to you. It's kind of like saying you're famous. Like, if someone wrote in their Instagram bio, like, famous. Famous. (laughs) Is famous. Or, like, celebrity. (laughs) Right. You know? Like, it's weird. I'm like, what? That's something that someone else says about you. It's not like you say that about yourself, especially, like, including it in your... Right, yeah. Like, there's ways that you can put it. You can say blogger, you could say content creator, you could say YouTuber, Instagrammer, whatever the hell. But influencer? Instagrammer on their Instagram. And also, like, you want, and I find the majority of the time the people that do it are people that you can tell bought followers, and it drives me nuts. Right. Because I can see that, like, they have, like, 50,000 followers and, like, 50 fucking likes on a photo. Yeah. And then, influencer! And I'm like, 
Really I bitch. see that you're putting it out there in the universe for yourself, but it, it just drives me bonkers. I feel like that's fair. And one more thing that really drives me nuts with social media... Okay. ...is the over... The, the lesbians or queer women, I guess some are bi and lesbian or queer and lesbian, matchups that make their entire profile obnoxiously about their relationship okay in a really inauthentic way mm. and it's like so obviously just like trying to get a following and it's like every fucking day they have a different photo of them making out in front yeah. of a different waterfall and like the quote at the bottom is like found the, the love of my life the chocolate chip to my cookie blah 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 found the like, chocolate dipped forever <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like Ugh. Yeah. Like, at least balance it out with, like, some days that you're like, I fucking can't stand this bitch Fair. today. Like, be honest, at least. Yeah. And I, 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 that's me not saying I have anything against couple photos, because people are going to drag me. Bitch. I, I yeah. post couple photos. If I get a cute photo with Julia, I'm all about that. I'm also about, I get that some people are out there, that's their business, that's their brand promoting it. But I think there's an authentic way to do it. Yeah. And there's a way that's, like, just so I mean, you haven't, you haven't found it yet, but no, I'm sure I, that I mean, I'm still being a fake-ass bitch yet. over here. I'm still paying Julia Weekly for um, being with me. Yeah. To get that no, quote. No, we can tell. But, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my last pet peeve mm-hmm. is... Um, Probably, like, when people don't turn their phones off volume, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, it's not about anybody. It's just just a general note. Let me just um, do some some texting. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just, let me just... See you around the camera. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I didn't even realize that was going off. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, on that note, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. It would mean the world to us. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give, leave us a review. Um, leave us a message. We read them all. It really makes our day. You can also follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And you can follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. If you have any ideas for upcoming episodes, please DM us. We read all the DMs. We love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about what you want us to talk about because you're the one who has to sit there and listen. Um, oh my God, literally? Yeah anything if you're like hey i want them to talk about this we will we trust me we we are monkeys (laughs) (laughs) and on that note we will see you around around the neighborhood also i'm just realizing how all of my shoes are black boots (laughs) oh my god me too yeah